Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. I'm your host, The Vern. Now, today's show comes at a very crucial time in our nation's history. After hearing about the horrific murder of a black man, George Floyd, by a white cop in my own city of Minneapolis, Minnesota, my first thought was, if this man is not arrested and charged with murder right away, our right will erupt, and it did. Now, most of the protest has been peaceful, and any violence that has been happening is being started by the police or by white supremacist groups who are trying to blame groups like Black Lives Matters and saying they started it. Now, I for one fully support the protesters attacking police headquarters where Derek Siobhan was, loca- was located because that is symbolic. Derek Siobhan, as you know, is a man being seen killing George Floyd in that video. So attacking his police headquarters is important. Uh, now, I don't agree with protesters attacking other businesses or restaurants. But then again, I've never been mismarginalized or oppressed. I'm a heterosexual white male over 40 who will never have any fucking clue or understand the latest trends in entertainment or fashion and will certainly should never ever try to say my reaction to a situation is how how others should react to because I don't know the pain they are going through. I do know that what happened to George Floyd was murder and if you are upset by all the looting of businesses and places being burned, ask yourself, which is more disturbing? The death and killing of a man or the loss of property? There are many targets in Walgreens, Arby's, etc. And those places can be rebuilt. But George Floyd can never be. The same thought was brought up during press conferences of Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing in 1989. Many people who went and saw that movie were disturbed by the destruction of Sal's Pizzeria at the end of the movie. And Spike Lee had to say, well, what was more disturbing? I mean, was it the the burden of the building? Or was it the fact that Radio Rahim, played by Bill Nunn, was killed by police? Because that's what kind of started the whole thing. Um... True, what kind of started the fight in the first place was the breaking of Radio Rahim's radio by Sal when him and Bugaloo went in there to try to boycott the restaurant and they're both yelling. And one thing you never do when one person is mad at yelling is to start yelling back because when you have two people who are angry in a situation then yeah, something is going to erupt, all right? Now, I'm not saying that uh, Radio Rahim and uh, Bartolou, and I think Bartolou is played by Giancarlo Espedito. I know he was like, if you don't recognize that actor, uh, he was in Breaking Bad as the main head. He's the guy who works in that chicken shop, and it's really kind of cool and neat to see him in a different role uh, but they didn't movie came out in 89 so getting back to the movie there I don't blame uh, Barton Out and Radio Rahim for coming into the restaurant I think Smiley was there too the mentally handicapped man who is selling pictures of Martin Luther King and Martin Metz I think he's in there too uh, I don't blame them 
for being upset at Sal. I mean, yes, they have every right to want to boycott his restaurant and get upset because he doesn't have any photos of other black celebrities on the wall, all right? But at the same time, too, it is Sal's restaurant. He's Italian, and he wants to uh, support other Italian-Americans that he likes because him and his family are Italian. And yet, I understand, too, because since Bartonow, Radio Rahim, and most of the clientele there is black, they should see other black celebrities on that wall, too. But like Sal said, hey, look, you open up your own restaurant, you can do whatever you want there, all right? So you kind of see both sides of the situation. And yes, I understand why Sal would be angry upset. You know, if you see someone come into the restaurant, I don't, I don't care what type of music you're playing. If you're playing loud music in a restaurant, yeah, I would be frustrated too. Uh, but sometimes you have to take an extra step and do the right thing and just talk calmly. Um, I think if Sal talked calmly to Radar Rahim instead of just yelling at him, better things would have happened. Because Radar Rahim sees that radio as an outlet of his personality. It's a way for him to communicate, you know, his frustrations of what's going on. Uh, he doesn't seem, even though he does have a moment where he gives a great love and hate speech to Spike Lee's character of Mookie, uh, Raider Rahim doesn't seem to be the type of character who is good at expressing himself, and the only way he can do that is maybe just through his radio. And I do think that if Sal, of course played by Danny, Ale Danny Aleo, uh, just really tried to communicate more with him, they could see maybe eye to eye on a lot of things. Now, Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee's movie chronicalizes the lives of citizens in this Brooklyn neighborhood on the hottest day of the year and a bunch of different characters and things happen within this 24-hour period and then things start to erupt and just go from good to bad. A lot of people think of this movie as being kind of negative. I think this movie is actually really positive. And it shows that despite every difference in this movie, because there are like a lot of differences in this movie, not everyone can agree with each other, but at a lot of times, people do agree with each other. Uh, there is an open-ended line of communication in this movie. I mean, you have one of Sal's sons, uh, played by John Turturro, who is openly a racist person, uh, talking to uh, Spike Lee's character of Mookie, and they're talking about, well, Mookie saying that, hey, all I hear from you is just uh, nigger this, nigger that, you know, and saying all these racist terms, and yet your favorite celebrities are, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy and uh, Bill Cosby, uh, you're trying to say you want to be black yourself, and uh, John, John Turturro's character is like, no, get out of here. And then there's a great, great montage where uh, different people are saying racial stereotypes. Uh, so you have um, John Turturro saying racist things about blacks, 
And then you have uh, Spike Lee's character saying racist things about um, Italians. And then you have um, a, um, oh gosh, uh, I'm, I'm not trying my best not to sound. You have like the Spanish character uh, saying racist things about the Chinese or Koreans. And then the, the Chinese man is saying racist things about white Americas. Uh, yeah, it's just really, or European Americans. And it's a really great sort of like montage there. But even that situation where Mookie is uh, talking, I think it's Pino is John Turtle's character's name. But even that situation when they're both talking to each other, you're seeing that at least they're having a conversation about it. So there's a chance for maybe improvement there a little bit. So that's why I'm thinking that, yes, even though people are being mean to each other, there's still a chance for you know, a community, there's, there's a chance for communication to be out there. And I think that's really important. Um, I love the sequence when there's like three older gentlemen sitting outside. Um, it's like a red brick building and they're just sitting outside. And one of them is like really upset about the, uh, Korean grocery store owners because he feels that the Koreans and Asians are just taking over, American businesses and businesses should be, you know, owned by other blacks in the community. And a few of them call him out on it and say, well, look, you're, you're not going to start your own business. You're just going to sit down here. And one that just says, hey, look, I have no problems with the Koreans owning the grocery store. I'm going to get food there. I'm going to get a drink there. Yeah. Um, and then you have other great characters. You have Demir played by Ozzy Davis. Um, and even he is being attacked uh, by others in his race. There's a scene where a black youth calls him out on being drunk and being a disgrace and just saying, hey, Lord, I would never put myself in the situation. You are a disgrace. Why is everyone walking on eight shells for you? Uh, so yes, there's elements. It's not just white against black or black against Asians. It's like even you have black against black, you know, and you have uh, white uh, against white too. And everything just keeps circulating, circulating, just growing more and more. And the situation at the end is really kind of tough to decipher because you can see both sides of the equation. I can fully understand why Sal would take that bat and break that radio. I totally fully get that. I can fully understand the hurt and heartbreak that Radio Rahim had when his radio got smashed is just a brilliant form of acting and film editing and directing that makes you feel both sides. Mm. Oh, and the uh, at the very end, the two quotes that I used from both Martin Luther King and Malcolm X are really good and it just uh, shows two sides of the equation the violence and the non-violent side and I was listening to the press conference that happened in Cannes and one reporter thought that it was sort of odd that it ended with the Malcolm X quote and she feels that it should have ended with the Martin Luther King quote um, and Spike Lee is like well, that's why I put them both on there, you know, uh, to have it be sort of just 
deposed in that. Uh, yes, I'm kind of going all over the place with this movie, folks, but Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing is a very important movie. It's a movie that you should definitely watch now, uh, especially with all the crap that's going on in the world right now, uh, especially at the hands of the death of George Floyd. I think this movie is... It was a wake-up call back in 1989 before, excuse me, before the L.A. riot riot started. Excuse me. And now it's even more important now with the death of uh, George Floyd. And there have been other cases of police brutality uh, throughout the years. Uh, And now it's reaching a different boil point. And I have a report about this movie or a review about this movie that I will share on the actual website, uh, cinemarecall.net. So look for it there. Uh, but yeah, just had to give my quick thoughts about Do the Right Thing and how this movie is definitely important. Uh, it's a movie that changed my life, but most likely it's a movie that will change your life for sure. Uh, so do seek it out. Uh, try and get the Criterion Special Edition because uh, it's got commentary from uh, Spike Lee, and I think uh, director of photography, Ernest Dickerson, and uh, co-actress, Joa Lee, uh, who plays his sister. They're actually brothers and sisters in real life, but she plays his sister in the movie. Uh, So yeah, so if I give a rating out here, I think it's an all-time classic. I gotta give it five out of five stars. Um, There's probably a lot more I can say about the movie, but I want to keep this episode somewhat short here. Um, Before I do go... I want to give a quick little shout out here to some other uh, podcasters. Uh, Let's do this. I want to thank uh, Howard Kasner of Pop Art Podcast, who had me on his show to talk about Robocop and THX 1138. Um, Also, want to give a shout out to Mary and Jason for having uh, for having me on one of their episodes of Whatever with Jason Soto. I believe that's episode 21. You can listen to that. I think that's available on podcast apps such as like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor as well. Um, want to give a thanks and shout out to Mark and Steve of the Movie Drum Podcast for reading uh, my question to them on both their episodes of Little Women and Hateful Eight. Um, yeah, so that's kind of it right now. Uh, then just g- general shouts here to some of the people from Super Pod Stars such as Nostalgia Junk, Cinematic Blind Spots, uh, Channel 83, um, Grand Rapians Play Video Games, Horror Dads, I'm probably missing a few people, I apologize, uh, Collateral Cinema, uh, also want to give shout outs to Ryan Altieri and uh, Chris Ravel for you know giving me extra shout outs and praise, uh, Mike Mike and Oscar. God damn it, I know I'm forgetting somebody. I know I am. If I am forgetting you, I apologize immensely. Uh, This is going to be probably not the last episode of Cinema Recall, uh, but we were planning to do a script read of Night of the Living Dead, but I have friends who were kind of close to where many of the protests and bad protests were going on, in Minneapolis, so I had them stay with me for a few days, so I had to miss the recording because I was taking care of them. Um, and then uh, I also have possibly more people staying over at my place just to be safe. So 
the recording of that episode has been postponed. And with everything going on right now, I'm probably going to have to put Cinema Recall on a little bit of a hiatus until things calm down again. Um, but you can always go to cinemarecall.net and hear past episodes. I'm going to probably post past episodes through our Twitter page, which is at cinema underscore recall. And I'll probably post other things through our Instagram and our uh, Facebook Facebook page too, which is uh, Cinema Recall Podcast. Yeah, so our website is cinemarecall.net. Um, Twitter is at cinema underscore recall. And then Facebook, Instagram is Cinema Recall Podcast. A lot of things right there, but if you just go onto your little search engine, just type in Cinema Recall Podcast, you should find all the shit right there. Uh, we're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts whole bunch of other places right now i do hope you're all staying safe out there and hope you're all doing well and love you all very much if you are going out protesting just make sure you wear a mask and just make sure that you stay safe all right fully support you just want you to be safe as hell okay uh so anyways folks that's me the Vern signing off i hope you all have a great day and be safe love you all goodbye